tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, taparoo. We've officially reached the end of the 2022 PGA Tour season. Last week, the BMW didn't really go exactly how we wanted it to go, but I think we probably made the right bet. What do you think? Yeah, I was just saying to you offline that I would have done the exact same thing. I, like, if, if we had the BMW to bet this week, I would bet Rory and Rahm at those, those same numbers again. Yeah, Rory was the right pick. You know, two two uh, strokes higher than anyone else in the field. Strokes gained, Tita Green. Uh, he was pumping the ball all week. Approach was good. Just couldn't make a putt. And that's not something you could expect because he's been putting it so well lately. I had someone on Twitter say, like, oh, he, he's been putting so bad. But he really hasn't. He's been putting great all year long. You want Two big events was, you know, this one. And then Sunday at the Open, I can see why you might think he hasn't been putting well. But he lost four points something strokes putting. If he gains one, he wins. 4.6 strokes. Fucking Sunday was laughable. Every time he'd have, like, a four-footer for bird, miss. Six-footer for bird, miss. Um, and then he started off with the – he was six under through – what, 14 holes, and then rinsed one, and yeah. then made triple. He missed the three-and-a-half-footer for, for double. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, I can't I, – I go back. I'm, I wouldn't make who, – who else am I going to bet besides those two? I, mean, gonna, I guess you can say Cantley, but like 14-1, to one, I, he didn't look that good at uh, St. Jude. And I, I don't know. I'm not – I just – I, I, I'd do the same exact thing. I wouldn't bet Cantley. No, we made the right bets. And the thing was, Cantley was 18 to 1 at St. Jude, and he played terrible, and his stats were terrible too. And then he goes yeah. to 14. How how do you bet the 14? It's just, I mean, you know, if you have a gut feeling he's going to win the BMW, I know he said that he thought the course was really similar. So that could be an angle of why you might have bet him. But 14 wasn't really a bettable number. Um, the whole world was betting JT and Morikawa, which I didn't see. I thought JT. You know, people are using the argument that he ga- he gained 0.8 strokes on approach the week before as a reason why he was good because he got progressively better each round. You can't change the fact that he only gained less than a stroke on approach. Last week, he lost strokes on approach. I think it was the first, uh, only the second time in the last 12 months where he lost strokes on approach. He just isn't the same. So I think people are trying to jam in like, no, it's JT's week. He, you know, he deserves another win this season. It doesn't work that way. He just isn't playing that way. And then people wanted to jam the Cam Young thing, and just because Will Zalatoris won makes no fucking sense. At least, Zalato- at least uh, Cam Young had some good finishes. JT hasn't really done shit since the fucking PGA. How are you going to bet JT over all these other elite guys? Makes no sense. He finished 53 out of 68 guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I had no interest in JT. We usually have a really good feel on JT. Uh, Morikawa. I don't know. I just feel like we you got to bet the best players in these events, you know, the guys that have been playing the best. And it was no wonder that, like, Cantley's been great all year. hasn't really won much, but he's like, his top fives are crazy. He's had a great um, year. And then X has had a great second half of the year. Um, and then Scotty was um, – Scotty and Rory, they've had great years. Um, Rom, not so much, but was, that was more of a thing from, like, the Sunday prior at St. Jude and – I like the way he was hitting it. And then if he didn't start five over, he probably would have won. Like if it was another another day of this. I think Ram or Ram or Rory would have won. Yeah, absolutely. And Morikawa too, like you know, there were some signs that his irons were coming back. I think he was probably gaining around four or five strokes before he went in the water there twice. Um and he lost, I guess, four point five strokes on just that hole. 
But my contention here is if he's sharp with his irons and he's a typical Morikawa that we know with his approach play, he's not rinsing two shot from 115. Was it in the fairway? I didn't even. Yeah, it was in the fairway. Yeah. Laid up on the par five and then went in twice. But it just, he just isn't the same. I mean, he's not sharp right now. And I think next year he's probably going to have a good year, but he was, you know, he regressed this year. And I think, you know, I just, I I just think he wasn't there and people are trying to force it, you know, a good iron course. But yeah, Cantley was fucking unbelievable this weekend. I don't know what happened the week we had him at the Travelers, but he looked rock solid yesterday. Five out of eight, uh, five out of his eight wins have been on bent, pure bent. That's the only, uh, going into last week, that was the only thing that really could point you to Cantley. That, and then this obviously came out after we recorded, but also the fact that he said he felt that this course was so similar to the one last year that he went on. Yeah, but that even made me feel good about the bets we made because Rory and Ron were top 10 at that event. I fucking hate the FedEx Cup. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I didn't watch this. I, did, I watched a... I watched a little bit Thursday, uh, and then I was uh, away on vacation with my with my family, and I uh, didn't watch much of the rest of the event. Listened to a little bit Sunday on PGA Radio, which is an experience in in of itself. Um, I don't know. Was, did you like the course? It seemed to play a lot harder than we expected. Yeah, I think the course is pretty good. It definitely um, rewarded guys hitting the fairway, and it definitely rewarded guys who hit it a long way. Um, the levels of the green were definitely sloping. Like you saw a lot of guys lose strokes on approach. I think it's because if you weren't like completely sharp with your irons, you were just missing the right level. And then you roll away to 40 feet. And that's what kept happening to Rom. He was like four or five feet off and would just get sucked away into another level of the green. Um, and those huge greens, when there's undulations like that, you know, it's going to create some tough two putts. And that's what happened to Rom and Rory on a couple occasions too. But um, I, li- I liked the course. That was pretty good. Rory and Rom, they just kept bombing at fucking 380, man. It was fucked. It's unbelievable. I mean, 384 yards, and they have like 60 yards left, 25 feet. Exactly. <laughs> and infuriating tracking. And it, it was tough because, like, Rory and this was happening a lot, a lot of times to him. He'd um, have like 70 yards in, and he just put too much spin on a wedge, and like, there was no way to get it close. Yeah. Friday, it just felt like it was going to be one of those frustrating weeks where we weren't going to make the putts, and it was just like, felt like, yeah, we're on the right guys, but it just wasn't going to be our week. I don't know. Yeah, it did. It felt like that. But these there- FedEx events, man, I just, besides the first leg when there's a cut, I just, it doesn't get me going at all. No. The, the FedEx, yeah, the first event is great. No cuts are horrible in general. It's horrible for betting, horrible for DFS. It's just it's not fun. It's just it sucks. And that's I guess gonna lead us into our next conversation of the rumors that we're seeing about what the PJ Tour is gonna do next year with these events and these no cuts and these sixty man fields, and it's scary. Yeah. If it's just sixty man fields, I mean we're just we're basically just getting two shitty tours with all the good players and then one good tour with all the shit with, with the shitty players. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're copying Liv. And everyone who says they hate Liv for all these reasons. Now all the money t- reasons. Like, what the-, <laughs> the source of the money is different, but the greed is just the same. Like these guys, top guys, this meeting they're having is nothing to do with making the PJ Tour better. It's nothing to do with the reasons why a lot of people didn't like the structure because no guaranteed money. The, uh, the guys who are grinding for their car are fucking sleeping in their car, but they want 
more tens of millions to the top guys, which to me is just, you know, people have been criticizing uh, DJ and Phil and all them saying, how much money could you possibly want? And they're saying Rory's this great guy and Rob's a great guy and JT is a great guy. How much money could they possibly want? They want the same amount of money. They just want it in a different way and they want to stay on the PGA tour and do it and redirecting as much money as possible to just the top guys is just as greedy as what the other guys do. Question the source if you want, but it's it's just as greedy. Yeah, it's just gonna it just is gonna make golf golf betting impossible. Just values values just done. The, the, unless, the, unless these elevated events turn into a genesis where it's like 120 guys, no cut. That'd be fine. Which I'm fine with. That's no. There'd be no with. cut. No cut. Sorry. Okay. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. No cut so events like, are awful. So like, um, what'd you say? No cut events are just awful. Yeah, the WGCs never worked. No one gives a shit about the FedEx Cup. You can put as much money as you want. No one cares. Like, do you even know, like, regular golf fan, do they even know what how much the winner gets this year? They probably still think it's like $10 million. No, yeah, they probably, probably do. Um, I don't know. It's just, if they, if, if they turn, so they're talking about 18 elevated events where the top 60 guys are all playing. They turn that into like Bay Hill, like API, and get the basically just the API field, except all the top guys are playing. And you just increase the purse. That's perfectly fine with me. And you get 100, 120 guys cut. Yeah. Per- yeah, perfectly fine. That'd be a great event. Yeah. If we got 18 of those, um, sign me up. Yep. You cut it to just 60. That ain't it, Tiger. That ain't it. Do you- do you think that's a possibility? Just 60? Yeah. No, no, no. The possibility of having all 18 elevated events with 120 man fields with a cut. I don't know about all 18. I'm, I'm hoping at least half of them, though. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. You're getting 18 to find the best courses, the Genesis, Riviera, the whatever. Maybe, maybe make uh, Farmers one of them or whatever else. I don't know. Yeah, Memorial. I mean, you know, the we know the top half of the events. I don't know if there's 18 of them, though. That's the thing. I mean. Oh, they could create them. Yeah, they could create them. Yeah, that's what they should do. Find new cool courses to go to. I don't know. I just, the way golf's going is not not good, man. Anything that mirrors live, right? I, and I've said this before. I had no problem with the guys taking the money to go to live. I have no problem with source the money not that i don't have a problem with it but i have no problem i don't think they, they should have a problem with it the players like i think they, that's okay um my one complaint has been the golf tournaments are meaningless and basically what you're doing now is making the pga tour events it's one thing pga tour had going for them was the events had meaning there was a cut the betting odds were good like if you just take all that away then there's no difference of this and live no there's and no, they both suck really is only difference is you have a team aspect in the lip side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it just, you just make, again, like you said, two shitty tours. And then you have the regular PGA events with the guys who are grinding and stuff. And that's probably what we gravitate towards. Yeah. Like I was much more intrigued by the Wyndham championship than I was over the fucking BMW. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with the Wyndham. There was nothing like, you know, a lot of people are saying these fields are becoming weak because of live stuff. I don't care about that. The, the, uh, the Northern Trust, was a hundred points less field strength than last year's Northern Trust. I had no problem with the event at all. 
I no problem with the leaderboard. Like I don't care. That's fine. Brought just, drama. Brought drama. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was fine. I just we, they can't go down this road of like thinking it's tough too because they're talking to the top players and the top players. Their goal is to get more money in the top players' hands. Yeah, because they don't want them to leave. It's they're in a, they are definitely in a, t- a tough situation. And that's why they should have been proactive instead of reactive when this whole thing started. So Weasel's gone. There's rumors Decky might be staying. Like, what the fuck? What is going on? Well, he wasn't at that meeting. Yeah, neither was Sanjay. Is that a barrier thing? Could be. But even though, even though Decky speaks perfect English. So does Sanjay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the no laying up guys tried to say. I don't know if this is a barrier. Like, you guys are just mouthpieces for the door. They're definitely gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Decky's gone. I really think that. But I don't know. I, I, all the reports are saying he might be staying. No South Koreans, though, already on live. No, maybe Sanjay's not gone. Uh, yeah, Sanjay's probably not gone. I don't know. Who else it could be Barry. Thing. He doesn't speak as good of Ang- English as Hideki does. Uh, him and Tom were speaking perfect English to each other when Tom won the window. They were, they were speaking Korean most of the day, though. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it's fucking, I don't know. I, I just hope it doesn't happen. At least, you know, we still have next year, right? So next year is going to be a regular regular year. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, what do you make of this other shit that Tiger and Rory have going on? What the fuck is that? Some weird shit, man. It looks like it's fucking awful. Who gives a fuck? These guys playing a top golf, like, oh, it's like this Gen Z fucking bullshit. Some of the stuff Tiger does, man, where, where is he getting these ideas? Like the match shit, like that was him, him and Phil's idea. That sucked. I wouldn't say it's done is done that much. Like they should do that, but not have these weird fucking football ones. Last year it was only football players. They took the golfers completely out of it. <laughs> but, but like, I don't get. It's like top golf in like a football stadium. Yeah, or I guess they'd be playing at a. They'd be playing on a projector. What the fuck? Like they're playing virtually, I guess. Like driving range, ball speeds, all that type of shit. But in a stadium. Yeah, but I'm sure there'd probably be a big screen. And people people come to watch them? Yeah, I guess. Is a market for this? I don't know if there's gonna be masturbating going on in the stands or <laughs> so I don't know, some weird fucking sex event. Is this just that's why Tiger's like... behind it? <laughs> Is this just catering to like the esports type shit? I don't know. I just think they should put someone else in charge of the ideas. Um, you know, Tiger's great, but he's not famous because he has great ideas. No, he's just an incredible golfer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it's scary. This whole thing is very uh, concerning. You know, the, it could be the end of the PGA Tour as we know it. it could be under the PGA, PGA Tour betting as we know it. The one thing that no, I did listen to no laying up. The one thing I did reiterate, they kept reiterating was like the way the PGA is structured now is going to be no more and like th- this is the end of it th- there's going to be change no matter what and we'll never it'll never look like this again yeah i mean get rid of the they fedex they said cup. that multiple times too and in and like you said you know they're getting fed this information by somebody yeah i mean listen to that it was just clear that they're the mouthpiece for the tour yeah they definitely are um so yeah so i don't know i guess we have another year to think about it and hopefully 
I don't know. We need people making the decisions that aren't just trying to put the best, the most money in the best player's pocket, which is what everyone in that committee is trying to do. Why the fuck is Ricky Fowler there? <laughs> How is he going to be in that, does, those events? <laughs> does he even have a PGA Tour card? Kisner was there. Jesus. Yeah, he, he got sent by probably fucking Barstool or something. <laughs> Who else was there? Adam Scott was there. Yeah, that's very interesting. It seems like he was definitely one of the guys going. A lot of the guys rumored, r- rumored, um, can't lay X, Neiman, Neiman was rumor, you know, has been rumored too. Young Adam Scott, I just figured was it was done as soon as the President's Cup's over, though. You know what though? I think maybe he's been re- uh, revitalized here because he's made that top thirty. He's the first time he's made the top thirty in what five or six years. No, it's twenty nineteen. Okay, yeah, so he's he's getting some cash now that he probably wanted to get, and he's playing really well maybe he's had a change of heart yeah i think maybe it's eh, i don't know or maybe he's on the fence might have been a respect thing for tiger yeah or he's on the fence and wants to hear what they had to say before he makes a decision yeah um he's got a pretty good history at the tour championship too yeah just far back um so anything else in that i guess getting to the odds Oh man, I don't. I just although all those reports just made me very mad over the weekend. We're just, it was we're just losing it, man. It's golf betting is just if we get sixty man events on two tours, it's just what are we gonna be able to bet fifteen tournaments a year? I know. I said this at the beginning of the live thing when everyone said I was just fucking ever that I loved live and all this other shit. When all I said was this is gonna have a ripple effect that these guys are going. It's like this isn't not big news. You guys don't get this just because it's Westwood and Poulter and Nah and Bubble. Like, this is big news because of the implications that it's going to happen. One of the, those implications is what's happening now. Yep. Sucks. Does suck. It sucks fucking ass. And fucking Liv's going to suck next week, Boston. But I mean, because the odds suck. Yeah, the odds suck. Like, I, I'm, I'd be fine with Liv too. You know what the Liv should do? Just pull a fucking 180. Make the PGA Tour change everything. Be like, yeah, we just we fucked with you. We just tricked you. Now we're gonna make the fucking the way you guys had it before. And now we're gonna be the real tour, and you're gonna have the shitty exhibition event. Force force them to fucking give him uh, world golfing points. Yeah, <laughs> they can't do shit. That'd be the best. That's what they should do. They should fucking hire me too to make these ideas. <laughs> right? They, I don't know why wouldn't they do that. They would literally they if they did that. They'd steal the. They'd steal the. Tour the, would be done. They should do that. They should just flip it. Say, "Got you, motherfuckers." It's like next level thinking. Call Norman. You want to talk Norman's ultimate revenge? That's it right there. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. Someone share this with Norman. He can listen to it. Uh. So I guess now let's talk about this fucking shitty tour championship event that nobody cares about. Hey. End of the, before we get to that. End of the day. Phil was right. He got everybody paid. Yeah. People laughed in his face. Paid. <laughs> leverage. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, what leverage? Fucking now everyone's getting paid and golf's getting ruined. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do a course preview on it or do we just know East Lake? Um, I'll just do a quick little rundown. Um, East Lake. Uh, the Fed, to answer your question earlier, the winner gets 18 million. It started off, I think it's 10 or whatever. Uh, it's a par 70, 7,319-yard mutograph screens. It's a Donald Ross design, um, fast, undulating greens. You, know, you see guys of many different skill sets win here. You know, There's not only one way to 
to win at East Lake. Past winners, there's been three times I've done this with the starting strokes. In 2019, Rory won. I was on that one. He was 8-1 to one to win. He started at 5-under. So he won that first one. The he also last, won it without the strokes, too. Yep. So he won both. The last two had been won by the guy who was leading. 2020 was DJ, and 2021 was Patrick Cantlay. Um, so both started at 10-under and both won. Yeah, I don't remember X, how... X, X won without the strokes in 2020, and Rom and Na tied. I do remember that. I do remember that. Do, was it? I don't remember. I stopped watching. The, this is how much I hated it. The, when DJ and Cantley won, I wasn't even watching when they won. Um, was it close? Yeah, D, DJ's wasn't close. It was like a four-shot lead, I believe. Rom brought Cantley to the last hole, but like Cantley had like a one or two-shot lead. So Cantley finished without strokes. He, fin- he still finished fourth. So you still got to play well. Yeah, yeah. So my opinion is that it can be done. We saw it done when Rory won it. Um, he won pretty handily, too. I don't think anyone was all that close to him. Rory was five back, and he won by four. Yeah, so it can be done. You know, obviously it's tough to overcome, but I think the last two years maybe have lulled people into a sense of the fact that Maybe it can't be done or it's very unlikely, but I don't think that's necessarily the case. I do think being four under or better is where you want to be. I'm not going to say it's impossible before that, but I think it's very unlikely. Yeah, four under or better, I would say that's, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, four under or better is the guys you got to look at. I wouldn't be shocked. Like one one out of 100, one of those guys below four probably win. You got to go fucking ham, though. Yeah. It's like it's, it's it's basically this. It's the same probability as a guy winning an event by five strokes. Yeah. Young Tom Young Tom Kim did that two weeks ago. Right. You know, like can Justin Thomas win? I'm not saying Justin Thomas now, but could he win an event by five strokes if everyone started at even? Yeah. Yep. Um, hasn't happened that often this year, has it? No, I don't think it's happened all that often. Even when Rory did win, remember that he was battling Brooks down the stretch there? And Brooks kind of fell off. Yeah, that was after Brooks like made him his bitch at St. Jude. Yeah, and then Rory won the player of the year. Yeah. Even um, though Brooks won two majors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking media, man. But <laughs> Rory won the FedEx Cup. No, the players vote. That's it, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, th- I mean, there's a couple ways to bet this. Obviously, you got the with with the strokes and without the strokes. Um, not gonna lie, this tournament fucking sucks now. It does. It's it terrible. But just like any event, if I get a dog in the dog in the mix, it's fun. Yeah, so. exactly. Oh, <laughs> we gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> this event's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking like it's like we if you have Lucas Herbert in the Irish Open, I was having a blast. Doesn't matter what the event <laughs> exactly. is, right? Exactly. Hey, I got a question on um. Adam Scott, he needed to make power in eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. What was his approach shot? Was he? What was he doing? He was standing in the bunker, but the ball was outside of the bunker. He had to hit it like a baseball. Okay, and then is, is was his wedge shot hard? It it went in the bunker, the greenside bunker, and it was not incredibly hard, but it definitely wasn't easy. But he had a fucking amazing shot to like an yeah. inch. 
these PGA radio guys, man, they get so excited. They made it seem like it was even harder. The the bunker shot, not the not the one from the fairway, but the one greenside. They made it seem like the most difficult up and down ever. It was the opposite. Like the first one was harder. He was good. He was he was definitely happy to get it in the greenside bunker. Yeah, they also made it seem like Cantlay was behind a tree on eighteen too. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, the tree was like thirty <laughs> yards ahead. <laughs> And he just had to hit it under the tree and hit a and hit a fade. And it was a great shot, though. Yeah, and they said he had a really tough putt that he almost hold. Yeah, putt definitely wasn't tough. They were saying that on the regular broadcast too, but I didn't really see yeah. it. Nobody was three putting from there. Um, but yeah, it, it was a good putt. So, do you ever have a chance? PGA Radio Wild Ride. Oh, I loved it. I, I tweeted <laughs> this, but no one really got it because I was listening when when I was on Pendrith on the way home. I was on the way home from my mother in law's house, and I um. The guy on the radio, like he fucking got to twenty one under on the final hole, he had an eight foot putt for Birdie to tie Fee now. And he hits it and the guy just goes, Blackjack, just like starts freaking the fuck out. I was like in the car, I was screaming. I was like, This is fucking awesome. It was like the best moment ever. Yeah. I thought I just won the tournament. Dude, if that was the actual if those were the broadcasters on TV, oh my god, I think they would have saved golf. Yeah. I tweeted the blackjack thing. I think everyone thought I was just fucking crazy. Like, oh, you guys aren't listening to the PGA tour radio right now? Like, yeah, that guy was good. Um, one quick thing about PJ and Liv, and I know you're not big into this, the video game thing, but PJ 2K23, Luke Elvey did the, did the voiceover last year, and he's doing it again, even though the past three months he's been incredibly um, vocal supporting Liv. Oh, yeah? Kind of weird. Hmm. They probably just did all, put all the work in already, wow. maybe. Probably had a contract. Yeah, could be that. Um, so... Yeah, tour championship. I guess starting. We'll start with um, odds that include the starting strokes actually to win the tour championship, and then we'll go into the ones without this without the strokes. But there's just there's something I want to discuss too about that actually before we start. So we always talk about it's easier to win with the strokes, but isn't it possible that you know we we always talk about it's easy for a guy to win without the starting strokes? But it's hard to catch all these guys. Isn't it possible for the opposite to be true, to be true as well? Isn't it possible for them to win the tour championship, but not have the best score um, without the strokes? Yeah, for the top guys, top three guys. So yeah. is it? Yeah. So my question is: Say Rory is a guy who who a lot of people seem to like, and I we like him too. If Rory wins, he's probably going to win both. Right. Are we sure that it would be easier for him to win without the strokes than it would be for him with the strokes? I, um, oh yeah, we, we, we discussed this last year. Yeah. And because he only has to beat like six guys, right? Yep. So what if he, he, instead shoots, of 24, instead of 29. Yeah. So if he shoots 10 under and beats those five guys, but some guy who's at even, Adam Scott is at even, shoots 12 under because he is just chasing the whole week. Right. Wouldn't it be easier to actually win the FedEx Cup than to win without strokes? Yeah, this thing mind fucked me last year. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now that I, we're talking about I do remember talking about this last year. Yeah. Fuck. So, but I, I, you know, I think... It makes a lot of sense with what you're saying. Yeah, in general, I think it's probably easier to win without the strokes, especially if you're looking for, for a long shot. But for a guy like Rory in that 5-4 under range, I don't know what's easier. Yeah, because he has to beat, he's in seventh. He has to beat six guys. Well, all those guys that he's tied with, too. He has to beat one, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine other guys. But he has to beat she- he has to beat the dick off of Scheffler. Yeah, he does. But he Scheffler, be- he- she- he's giving Scheffler six strokes. But what if Scheffler shoots plus two for the week? Just doesn't have it. Yeah, he- which he certainly could. East Lake is tough. I mean, you can see guys. One guy shoot ten under. One guy shoot plus three easily. Yeah, I think when uh, JT came in as the leader, he shot plus three. That was Rory one. Yeah, that year Bryson too. He won like two FedEx events, and he, he shot like plus five on the first day. Yep. Yeah, there's so definitely numbers out there to be made. It's so it's possible for again for a guy to win the FedEx Cup but not be the lowest lowest even a guy who's in even a guy who is close to the lead yeah so yeah it brings a lot of factors into this thing that i don't fucking know so i guess let's start just to win the fedex cup and this is where i like to lean i don't love the without strokes bet because of the reason i just said and because it just doesn't really do it for me trying to fucking figure out and i know that people say it's stupid to try to figure out the math but i just want to watch the leaderboard and see when it's a fedex cup and i just don't care all that much to to do it and i think it's a little you know, we could have bet not last year at whatever he was, and that would have been a good bet. But then what he, did Rom start last year? At? I think six or seven. I'll look that up. So because you, but then you can also get a dead heat. Like who the fuck wants that in an outright? It really doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, but if you were on Rom last year. Right? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Rom was minus six, so he was in fourth. He, he probably tied to the strokes, but he lost. Right. How many he lost because Cantley was shot three or four under. He was four behind Cantley. That's the thing. If the leader shoots three or four under, it's over. Yeah, if Sheffler comes out and shoots a minus four on Thursday, it's it's over. Mm-hmm. He controls everything. Yep. If Scheffler plays well, he controls everything, and there's only two other guys that can beat him. Or three other guys. Probably can't lay X, Zalatoris. X would have to go crazy. Yeah. So that's yeah, tough. It's tough. So, um, but, but to bring it to your point, like, Rom without the strokes last year would have been a better bet than with the strokes. Yes. And he only had to beat four guys. So, so I guess the conclusion is, depending on what you think the top guy is going to do, do you think do you think Schefter's going to put everybody away and you know um, shoot four under? If you think that, then you should bet without the strokes. If you think that maybe he struggles, shoots plus one or plus two, and kind of just hangs in there, doesn't have to shoot play bad, but just hang in there, then maybe to win the actual tour championship is is better. I'm of the belief that I think I don't think he's running away with it. I'm with you, but it's definitely his to lose. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So starting strokes here, we got Scheffler 10 under, Cantley 8 under, Zalator 7. Uh, which, have we heard anything on him? Um, no. Okay. Oh, he'll probably play. 6 under, X. Burns 5 under. And I'll just name the 4 unders. Uh, you got Cam Smith 4 under, Rory 4 under, Finau 4 under, Straka 4 under, Sunjay M 4 under. The rest are all three under and below. Interesting names at three under, Ram and JT. 
Okay. Um, Odd, Odds-wise, we got Scheffler plus 240 to win the FedEx Cup. Cantlay plus 400. X plus 750 over Zalatoris, who's one shot ahead of him. Zalatoris plus 1,100. Those are the top four. All right. Can't bet Scheffler, obviously. He can't bet Cantley, right? No. But, I mean, there's some people who bet a little differently than we do. Like, I don't, I don't think Cantley, at, if he's 5-1, to one, is that bad of a bet. What about four? I don't know. No, I guess not. I mean, no, whatever. We'll we'll just keep it to what we want to do. And I doesn't do anything. Even last year, I mean, I thought probably Ram was going to win, and Ram was, I didn't bet him at six hundred because he was four, four or five to one. Just not doing it. Has anyone won back to back FedEx Cups? No. No, because no one's won back to back any of the events besides last week was the first time. Yeah. Yeah, but you could have won back to back FedEx Cups back then when they weren't playoff yeah. events. Because you didn't have to win the tour championship to win a FedEx to win the FedEx Cup, right? Right, right, right. Did um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, can't lay on Bermuda, don't love him. He's a bent guy, obviously. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm just not, I'm just ignoring Scheffler and can't lay. Yep, what's Chef? What's Shoffley? Plus 750. I thought he was with the 750. I thought he was minus seven when actuality is Alatoris is seven under and he's 11 to one. Crazy. So definitely they're factoring an injury. Definitely. Shouldn't this be a good setup for him? Probably. I, I know he can, I know he can spray it, but I feel like it's, it's very similar to St. Jude. It is. And there's definitely been a little crossover in those events as well. Yeah, big time. Let me just see. I want to see what he did with fairways gain when he won. It didn't seem like it was all that good. No, but I think it's more it's more of a total driving course this week. Yeah. I mean you guys like Rory and X who succeed here. And JT. Right. Um, distance accuracy. Yeah, and the the injury is a little worrisome. And I just think Eleven to one's a good number, though. Yeah, FedEx. He's a he was fine. Fairways gained actually. Um, still slightly positive. Good drives gained, not the best. I, yeah, it is a decent number, but what I'm not. He, what was he at before the withdraw? Minus he, four. Minus three or minus four? Yeah. It's not terrible after off the, off the win. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And the, some guys were getting in there from that range. Like if he had wow. a day rom hat, he's in it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a bad number. You're right. It's very there's value in it, but I don't think he's going to win. And I don't. I'm not going to bet a value number at eleven to one just because it's for the sake of value because it's going to cost me too much money. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, what about X? I mean, look at his like. He's pretty, he's like yeah amazing yeah yeah it's fucking good. Let's see. Um, without strokes, last five times: third, first, second, seventh, first. Yep. Does it help yeah. or hurt him that that he's close enough to actually win the thing? Like, does he does he have the balls to go and fucking take it from these two guys, three guys ahead of him? Yeah, why not? One of them is his best friend. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, and he already fucked his ass at the Travelers. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think it, that's probably the best bet if you're looking at the top four. Yeah, I think I agree. Man, he's, he loves this place. He does. Crazy. Him and Rory. All right, next range. Rory, 12 to 1. Rom, 16 to 1. Finau, 20 to 1. And Sam Burns, who's ahead of all of them at minus 5, 22 to 1. Um, I don't know. The big conversation here is going to be Rory. I mean, he was fucking unbelievable last week. He's incredible at this golf course. He definitely has a shot to win. Like, I w- I'm not going to take a guy who I don't think's had one of the best years to win the FedEx Cup. Don't you think? I think you need to have one of the guys who had – look at the, the five best seasons this season. You know, I would say – I just – I've named the, the top eight players of this year. Well, besides Smith. Well, and Fitzpatrick. I, yeah, I think add Smith to that, and it's the best seasons this season have been. Scheffler, Cantley, Rory, Cam Smith, Guess Alatoris, and Xander. Those are your six best seasons. Yeah, and then add Finau, Burns, Fitz. Right yeah. there with them. So I think it's one of those guys. So can Not Rory? Rob. Not Rob? No. No. I'll come. Just not playing well enough. His approach game isn't good. He's he's off. Yeah, he's but not. isn't his approach for this week different? I don't know. Is it? I feel like he had like eighty yards every fucking hole. But that course is longer. I don't know. Is it? Isn't this more of a longer longer iron at this place? No, probably. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Let's see. Um, oh, what he did last year statistically at this when he was a, had the lowest score. He's had some good finishes, 7th, 11th, 13th, 6th. Like he's never – he's always been in the upper echelon of – Yeah, he's been good here. Lost strokes on approach last year. Gained 4.8 around the green. Man, he sucks around the green now. What's, what the fuck happened to him? I don't know. In three putting. I just don't think he's going to win the Tour Championship. He doesn't deserve it, and usually the guys who deserve it win. I just don't think he's going to. He doesn't deserve it. But, I mean, like he was 14 under after 27 holes last week. I know. He's starting to play really well. He's going to have a huge year next year. I just don't think he's going to win this. Okay. So we'll cross him off. 16, though, man. To win the whole thing? What's he? Uh, Three under. Nah, 16 and three. I don't think there's much value there. Yeah, it's not good. Um, Burns, 22 at five under. It's probably a good number, but he's not winning. Yeah, he wasn't good last week either. Um, 17th last year with no strokes. And then Fina, four under, 22. Uh, it's better than Burns. How's his history here? Not good. It's not bad. 7th, 15th, 7th. Um, it's not What's for me. What's good here, though? What's good here? Top 10, right? Top 10, right? 30 guys, top 30%. Yeah, that'd be the equivalent of what top thirty-five in a regular field. Really, not that good. Um, so top seven. Just yeah, good. yeah. I'm not. Yeah, Fino is definitely more value, and he's had a good season where he theoretically could deserve to win it, but it's not going to be for me. Yeah, if Fino won, he'd be deserving. Yeah, Burns, Burns too. Yep, but he's not going to win. Rom wins. It's not. It doesn't deserve it. 
No, he doesn't, and he's not going to win either. So, yeah, that just brings us back to Rory. I mean, we're going to bet him at last week at eleven to one. I don't know. I know he's a massive pussy, and I fucking he always lets us down. But like, how to like how to ignore what he does here? Like, he plays East Lake incredibly well. He's won it twice. Clearly, trending um, towards a win. Yeah. Led the field TD Green last week, lost four and four point six putting. He didn't that's the putter. It's weird though, because he's been putting so well this season. Yeah. Now he's going so, to a different surface. You gotta just throw it out the window. Yeah, but he wasn't good at going two rounds, but at St. Jude, minus one point four. Yeah, not two great. straight rounds. Two straight tournaments. Yeah, it just doesn't make me believe. What's he done on Bermuda this year? Was Canadian Bermuda? That's Bent, right? Yeah, Bent. Um, Wells Fargo, that had to be Bermuda. No, Bent. API lost one, players lost four and a half. That's been his only Bermuda, really. But we just can't. He knows these greens. Yeah, that's what I mean. We just can't try to guess if he can putt well on these greens because he just he just can't. Let's see how he's put at this place. All right. Um for championship. He's in twenty twenty one, he gained 0.9. 2020, he gained one point four. When he won, he gained two point two. Twenty eighteen he lost three. Um, so mostly good. Twenty sixteen he lost and he still won. And another one he gained a lot, so he just pounds it off the tee here. And obviously, it suits. I had a big thing with driving is, of course, that suits your eye. And he, I think he, this definitely suits his eye. He's playing fucking well. So you think Rory at twelve is a better bet than Xander at eight? Well, two he's what two shots back. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I do. Yeah, it is. Because two shots is nothing. Literally nothing. Birdie bogey. And it's you're getting 33% better of a number. It's like you want to pay you want to pay a 33% tax to bet Xander at two shots ahead. Right. X so plus, I do think X plus the lights out here. Yeah, I could see either of those guys winning it. Could definitely see X win. I think you're right on that. I just could see it. I can see X winning big time. I don't know. My, my no. bold prediction this week. I don't think. I don't think the top two guys or top three guys are winning. So you, you're looking X down. Yep. You mean you mean score wise, right? Not odd wise. Right. Score wise. Okay. I like that. All right, let's get uh So, are you betting Rory to win the FedEx Cup or are you betting Rory without the strokes? That's a good question. Well, I guess we'll get to that. I'm going to get to the other side. What if we did half and half? I feel like we've done that, haven't we? I don't know. I don't know. Not that I know of. I don't even remember betting this thing last year. We didn't really bet it much because it's gay. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I'd probably go with the strokes. 
Okay. Uh, just some interesting number, uh, interesting numbers here. Talking with the strokes, we got uh, JT twenty five minus three, Weasel twenty five minus four, seeing him up to twenty eight. Uh, Sanjay minus four at thirty to one. And what is Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick lost like seven point seven on approach last week. Jesus, he's I think he's Patrick's huge. minus three. He's forty. Um, Cam Young minus three. He's fifty. I'm I'm gonna stick with four and better. I don't think you know there's good numbers there, but I just don't think you can. I just don't think you can do it. Um, for guys below four, that's gonna be my cutoff. But I so I have bet Cameron Smith at twenty eight to one, and I think it's a great number considering where he's at. Um, if he plays, I do think he's going to play. And the reason is, I think he's deserving to win the FedEx Cup, and I do think that translates to actually winning it. I think he's been the best player this season. Uh, him and Scheffler, you want to argue it, that's fine. But I think he's been either 1A or 1B in terms of the best player of the season. Um, he was right there at St. Jude, and we talked about it's not a place he's played well before either. So he doesn't have the course history here, but he, he, he didn't have it there. And I think if you don't give him that two-shot penalty, I mean, golf's such a mental game. That changes everything. You can't just say he still would have finished behind the lead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that could have changed everything. And he was very dangerous going into round four. He played really well. Um, a lot was putting, but he's going to be in Bermuda again. And he can putt. It's always going to be a lot with putting. And it wasn't even a lot. It was 4.4 in putting. Um, so I just think he's just the best player. And the best player at 28-1 to 1 to win the thing, he's six shots back, but... Again, Scheffler stalls, then doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, I like. I mean, Cam Smith's a better bet than Rory at four under. At yeah, more than double the odds. People don't want to bet him. Here's my question: Is the tour going to let him win? I mean, I know I don't know what the, what else they can do, but it just feels like they're not going to let it happen. No, there's only, they only have to watch thirty guys this week. It's going to be that it's guy. A lot easier. To watch Kenny Weasel get him a penalty. They're going to be looking at every move he makes, and does that make him play differently? I don't know. I like yeah. it, though. I like, where, I like where you're going with Weasel. It's going to be fucking... It would be awesome. It, you want to talk about something fun to watch on Sunday if you get a guy in the mix. That would be fun. Yeah. Let's gonna send the You're going to send the guy in the fucking car to run him over. Let's go to the Red Lobster. <laughs> right. Shooter. Jay, are we going to Red Lobster? <laughs> You said if I hit Smith with a cart. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Cam Smith, 428 to 1. I think that's a good bet. Okay. So I'm probably why betting. Is he 20, why is he 28 and Phenol's 20? 20. They're both 400. Because he's an evil blood money piece of shit. Do, do books really give a fuck about that? I don't know. They did it at the U.S. Open. Bizarre. Didn't they? I guess, but none of those guys were really playing well. No. TJ showing a little bit of flashes, but none of them really. He was still 40, but again, odds are indicative of what people want to bet. Yeah. Where they think the money's going to go and where the money is going to go, and maybe that has something to do with it. Okay. Um, We're just throwing everybody else out. I do, I said this to you offline, I do think if JT was a peak JT, he could definitely win this at three under, starting at three under. I don't think he can at the very moment he's in. But if he was like peak JT like two years ago, 
I do think he could win this easily from three under. Yeah, that's my only thing against being you have to be four under or better. But I don't see anybody playing that peak level. Here's another another point that goes to betting the guys with the strokes and without. JT finished ninth in 2019, and he had he started at ten under. He finished ninth without the strokes. Without the strokes, I think he finished fourth total. So, could Scheffler finish ninth of 30 guys in total score this week? Yeah, he doesn't have to suck ass. Right. Just finish ninth. Like, so that's why I think I like, and plus you get a couple extra points. So could it fuck you in the end? Probably, but I'm probably just going to bet Rory and Smith without the strokes. Oh, sorry, with the strokes. Okay. Let's go without the strokes. So that was just to win the FedEx Cup. This is a little different. This is to just be the 72 hole stroke winner. Yep. We got. Um, all right, we got three co-favorites. We got Scotty at 10, Ram at 10, and Rory at 10. And then you have uh, little butt buddies, X and Cantley at 12. Anything there? Um, I mean, I guess we've covered it all, right? If the question is, do you want to bet Rory with or without? Yep. What did you say Sander was? 12. I mean, maybe that's a better bet than without the strokes. Probably not, though, actually. Yeah, I because think, I think you'd rather go with the eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't love this market, to be honest. I'm not a fan of it. The, I think the way you want to bet this one, if you think a guy who's starting at even is really hot and he's no chance of winning but might just close his eyes and go fucking ham like Kevin Na did, that's when you want to use this market. What guy at even is hot and has nothing to lose and is going to go low but not win? All right, so we'll go down the board here. So... The only one I'd consider here would be Rory. That's just saying, do I want to bet him with or without the strokes? I'm going to bet one of them. I just don't know which one yet. But Scott? We'll get there. So you got JT 14, Finau 14, and you got Weasel 16. Um, Yeah, so again, I'm preferring the other market for these guys. Okay, I mean, JT, he's never finished outside the top 10 with no strokes. Just letting everybody know. Um, never, never gone ham either, though. Right. Um, okay, we got Fitz, 16. I said him. Um, Cam Young, 18. Another crazy number in Cam Young. Zalatoris, 18. The 11 is no. better. Yep. Morikawa, 20. Um, Just say no. No. Burns, 20. No. Sanjay, 20. Not bad, I guess. I don't think I like that. No, last year we bet at 45, I think, something like that. Yeah. He's no strokes. Guy. Yeah. Uh, Hovland, 25. Spieth, 25. Neiman, 25. Uh, what about Spieth? What's his fucking deal? He's fucked. He is fucked. Yeah, so fuck him. Off with that bunker shot. <laughs> oh my god. That was hilarious. Dude, I was watching that live. I was fucking dying. I was I texted you, I was like, You fucking see that shit? I wasn't watching it live. I saw the highlights though. I was like, this is this is full speed. I knew of it. Course he came, of course he comes out first two rounds and is like right in the mix the week after I bet him. I just I'm just cursed with a guy. Too much bad blood. I knew um 
I knew he was going to do that when they were talking. <laughs> Grell was just trying to talk him off. He's like, I really don't think it's a good idea. He's like, yeah, it's on me. It's on me. And I'm like, oh, he's getting going in the water. Yeah, but how many times has he seen him say it's on me and then he pulls something out of his ass? I know. But it just had that vibe to it. The speed 25? Nah. Sucks. Sucks? He'll have a blow-up round. He was awful since he was... Right when he hit that shit in the water after that, he was fucking horrendous. Okay. That brings us to Adam Scott, who's at even. Just snuck in. He's very handsome. He is. Conversation with my daughter about how handsome he was this weekend. She thinks guys are handsome? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's uh, a big step. Um, what did he do well this week? Because I have no idea, because it could have been it could have been a bunch of different things because he does something well each week. This one it was actually anything. mixed. It was uh, just a little bit across the board. Two off the tee, one on approach, one around the green, three putting. Okay. Solid. It's, it's solid. Yeah. Um, his course history, 2013, 14th, 2014, 9th, 2016, 8th, 2019, 5th. Without strokes. Without strokes. And what's his odds? 30? You get 28 here. It's not what I wanted it to be. What did you want it to be? He's coming off two top fives. 40. 30 man field. I know. You want him to be priced with Aaron Wise? Yeah. <laughs> but priced the same last week. And they finished roughly the same. Besides a couple of missed putts down the stretch for Wise. But they're neck and neck all week. I just think he's priced in the right uh, spot. He is. Yep, he is. Yeah, he's played pretty well here. Nothing, you know, not blowing your dick off. But top 10 in his three of his last four. So you have interest, or you don't like the number? I do have interest, and I don't love the number, but I do. I do concede your point that it's fair. Yeah, I don't know. It's like these value long shots aren't long shots. Like it's like you really got to invest some serious money at twenty-eight to one. Yeah, here's a value fifty to one. Hideki Matsuyama, thirty-man field. He can't. He can't. He's just that bad right now. Hasn't been good his last three times. He started. Hot on the weekend. I mean, on the Thursday, Friday, and I I hammered a matchup against him on Saturday because I knew he was going to shit the bed, and he did. Like, I just, I don't trust him to put four rounds together. Do you? Not at all. I don't trust him at all. But I just, if you're looking for value, I thought I thought fifty to one is good value in the thirty man field for a guy that's won twice this year. Real KH a hundred. I, I thought we one of the next guys I said was KH. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. I think we should bet it. Yeah, because he doesn't have to win. Like, so it doesn't. You don't have to even consider that. Kind of looks like Kevin Na. Yeah, similar. <laughs> I type this motherfucker's name in fucking Fancy National. What the fuck's his name? Kyung Hyung. Kyung Hyung. How the fuck you spell Kyung Hyung? The only thing with Kyung Hyung is, uh, is it, all these Asians are Dallas guys, so they don't love Bermuda. Is so it Na Dallas guy? No, L.A. Vegas. But he doesn't. But he, that's not for me either. Um, Has he ever yeah. done? Yeah, actually, Honda. Yep. Cage fucks at Honda. 4.1 putting last week, 2.1 approach, 2 off the tee, pretty solid. Damn, I mean, he's 100 is good. Like putting weeks. 
Hunter's a good number for sure. He doesn't putt. He's not going to do well. No. Waste is Bermuda. He's second there. I like it. I like I like Young Hong. Yeah, Hunter Dewan, who cares? About your boy Scott Stallings. He's been yeah, he's been awesome. And he did nothing wrong yesterday either. If he would have won, would that have been like the biggest FedEx Cup loser ever to win? Absolutely. It would have been you would have had the fucking what they call them the live bots going nuts. Right. Uh, he's 70 yeah it's possible I don't think I like that but he's, just, he's not a guy who can go low he just doesn't make enough putts he can't get to 12 under like he did this week guess he could right I mean if this started from scratch you're looking at 10 to 13 under mm-hmm was was it not in round over like twelve last year? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a bad bet. I just think I'm not going to go too crazy in this market. I like the lead bet, hundred to one. Nothing wrong with that. But Hoagie? No. Okay. All right. That's it. The time is over. Scott. I mean, what do you think about that bet? Which bet? Scott. Adam Scott. Yeah. Um, just for future reference, I'm probably not going to be referring to as Scott Stallings as Scott. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like it, but like if I'm betting those other two, I don't like how much am I going to be invested here? Is he happy just to get there and cash that half a mil? No, I don't think so. I think he wants to fucking play well. Yeah, he's a vet. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I do like it. I do like it. I mean, he's already he's guaranteed 500k. You don't think he wants to make a ton of birdies? Yeah, he does. He's probably gonna be playing free. I do. I do like the bet. I just see again. He just gained a zillion putting on Bermuda grass two weeks ago. Could definitely bet that. Could definitely bet that. I mean, if you want to look at it as two different tournaments and have two different cards, very true. Because you could have. I mean, I've won two events in the last three weeks, so I can easily do easily afford that. Three in the last five. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could just have Rory Smith one card, and then it's not, he's still not asking that much. Have Scott Cage Lee on the other one, 28 and 100. Yeah. I mean, I have, uh, I didn't even lose money last week. I won money because we won some matchups. So I do, yeah, perfectly fine with that. I think you can bet that Scott number. Yeah, I do think so. All right, cool. You're um, not gonna fuck with any of the other guys up top on this uh, no strokes, right? Nope. The only one would be Rory. Yep. So, all right. All right. Cool. I like uh, I like kind of where our heads at. I think it's a good good strategy. I like how we talk through it. Uh, I have a definitely a better sense of what I want to do now than I when I started the show. So hopefully, people listening get that sense as well because it is a lot to parse through. Yep. Going back to the well with Rory. Hey, it's good. <laughs> then we got a long off season. Uh, we got Live Boston next week. Then we got the Fortnet, which we won, won last year. Are we doing a show next week? Probably. Just for the the live the live guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone's going to listen to it. All right. All right, cool. I'm in. Give us give us feedback. You guys want us to do one or not? Um, let us know. But we'll get a winner this week first, and if we do, then we'll just do it and fucking toss some money around. Yep.
All right. Good luck. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. <laughs>